so um welcome to the show uh this is the hello this is the one year anniversary bonjour one year one year good job good job guys good job um so uh i wish i knew exactly how many shows because i don't know uh i think it's like 44 shows and yes. I thought we did like 192 shows. That's pretty good. 44 shows in 52 weeks, right? That's, pretty, that's, good. that's, that's pretty, pretty good. That's pretty reasonable. We missed... We're you know, trying to do three a month. That's pretty good. Well, it's like a school year, basically, yeah. right? We just... We had we took the summer off. We sure did. Kind of. It's not the summer, but you know. Yeah, it was yeah, one in the winter, yeah. wasn't it? But we like took that many weeks off. We yeah. Yeah. What did you do with your summer vacay, Dan? Uh, well, I'm about to go to Comic-Con. You, well, went, you went to England. You guys had a trip to Yeah, to we did England. that. We did that. Did you guys, did you guys go clubbing in England? Did no, we didn't. No, no. We did, went to bars. Did Ray get a chance to talk to the Queen? Because I know they had some Ray members all business. Ray fucked the Queen. Really? Oh, they, so, but that was years ago. That's well camera. known. Right? The tabloids and stuff. She called him. She booty called him. She knew Again? he was there. Yeah, really. She knew he was there. Jeez. She took care of it. Please come and stick it in me, Fanny. <laughs> does she actually implant like tracking devices in all her former suitors? Or Ooh, good question. How did she find, I, did she find out he was in town? Because he's pretty elusive. I heard Ray, he, he I heard Ray actually planted a tracking oh, device in her. <laughs> Whoa. Is that what he's calling it these days? The tracking device? <laughs> the tracker. I think his name is Bill. <laughs> well, he's like a, he's like ex-CIA or uh, Ray, isn't he? Yeah, he's, we don't He'd tell know. you, but he'd have to kill you. Yeah, we don't know. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> Yeah. That's not worth it. No, so, it's not so worth knowing. How was the year? What, what can we say that we are we better off? Did we Hell accomplish yeah. anything? Did I we think, do what we said we wanted to do? I think we made the world a better place overall. Um, I just yeah, I felt warm and, and fuzzy over the feeling of what we gave back to the world. That's what it's about, right? It's not about what we got. I felt good about using all the music we used. Um, no one can see your air quotes. Without, oh, sorry, <laughs> air quotes. Using all the music we used through the year um, completely legally. That's mm. what I feel best about. Oh, yeah. man. If you say things like completely legally, then people... You notice how he kind of looked like a Persian lion or something when he was doing the little quote thing? Or... Like one of those... The cat that uh, ate the canary cat. is what it looked like. It's like people overuse the word literally these days. Like, I literally had a heart attack. I saw yes. it on a TV show today. I literally I like, shit my pants. If you literally had a heart attack, you'd be dead right now. Or you'd yeah. be lost for it now. You'd not be just saying that. Yeah. You know what it is? It's, 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 it's the invasion of texting and email. and. and uh, we're going to blame it on the technology. Yeah, yeah, blame it on technology. Because now everything has to be exact. you got to get to the point where you literally hate the fact that people literally use that word literally too much. <laughs> Totally. Exactly. <laughs> totally, man. Totally. I'm gonna literally commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay, well, uh, let's get to the show first. I'm gonna, right? I'm gonna, one day. I'm gonna literally. One apologize. day. Is <laughs> <laughs> this Dan's crying out speech? Yeah. Did we, Dan's last this? stand. <laughs> Dan was here. I'm just gonna like etch it into the, oh, the beam about my apartment. <laughs> Which one? The, 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 the one that uh, I die in. Yeah. So fucking dark. <laughs> uh, so let's. We haven't talked in a while. So what's, what are you guys doing? Well, well does this say? Hats? We're not talking about suicide anymore. No, no. Let's say hats off. So right now we have a good core of the of the regular crew. Yeah, I know not all of us are here for every episode, but Bob's not here. Dan's here. Bob's not here. So uh, Ryan's not. Ryan's here. not here either. Ryan said he couldn't make it. He was happy to come in next week. I told him that's too late. And you snooze, you lose. Exactly. Etc. Cetera, et cetera. Chris is here, and Connor's here. Yeah. And Todd's here. I have something. I mean, we may as well, since we're doing a bit of a roll call of you know our, our annual here. So, um, for those of you who don't know, 
Um, Bob is missing for a reason, and he is actually in prison in Bolivia. I know I heard about that. I and he wow. sent, yeah, he sent us a letter uh, again. He must must have got it like how did you get those letters out a week ago? I don't uh, know. He's got connections. Is it just carrier pigeon, or maybe uh, is it somebody rolls it up and sticks it? I heard that Ray yeah. actually flew in and grabbed the letters for him. And, Ray, uh, Ray, flew Ray, away. Ray helps because Ray doesn't. Ray doesn't like Bob like, very much. Like Mission Impossible get the style, letters. he exactly, just like yeah. comes down right in the courtyard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bob say like, "Hey, Ray, can you take me too?" He's like, "No, sorry, I got some room for letters." No, I'm, off he went. No one ever said I was picking up a dude. Yeah. Raise a bit yeah, of a I haven't picked up a dude since the 70s. Raise a bit of a prick when it comes to the... the uh, Back when things were different. <laughs> he, yeah. he just used one of his little drug room plans, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When it comes yeah. to the details, That's raise right. a little bit yeah. of a prick. He's like, no, I didn't say I would come pick anybody up. I just that said to get letters. That was part of the plan, Bob. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to, those of you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Ray Bixon, yeah. who is the... Uh, the fearless leader. And he's not here, by the way. Valentine talking, never is. talking about people who aren't here. Well, yeah, and who cares? Raise a fucking dick anyway, so it doesn't matter. You should give him so much power by talking about him so much. Yeah, Let's go back to Bob. So Bob wrote this, and um, I know he wants me to read it to you, to you all. Um, he's written, uh, so I do won't have, be. Do we have letter writing music that we can play? I'll put some on. Should we put some on? I'd like some kind of like. So dear, Bob's in oblivion prison. Enter music, dear guys. Here's the music. Um, I won't be long now, gentlemen. My freedom awaits on the other uh, other side of this wooden door before me. There are but slivers of white light by which I write this here in my cell. I've been told it won't be long now until those very slivers of light pierce my tired eyes and I'm released from these walls. I write to you from the depths of hell, friends. I've been arrested by Bolivian authorities at La Paz. Is that right? La Paz? I don't know. La Paz, yeah. I had just crossed Lake Titicaca in a hired boat. Is this going to get sexual? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he's in prison. <laughs> Don't be laughing. Okay, he's in prison. This is this is a serious business. No, guys. Come on. Sorry. You're right. right. You're right. Sorry, I'm not, not just laughing. Just because he's right beside a lake named after Titicaca. He's in Titicaca. You have to laugh. I had just crossed Lake Titicaca in a hard bow with a photographer to bring tales of Yahe, which is spelled Y A G E, Y A G E, drinkers in Peru. Apparently, my papers were not in order, and what little money I had wouldn't calm them either. Sadly, I will not be with you this evening to celebrate the anniversary of this fine program, but, but know in my heart that, that, sorry, know in my heart's with you, and my lasting hope of survival is in this place. I hope this reaches you in a timely fashion. Know I'm alive, but only for the hope of once again joining you all. Tell Ray to please send the required funds. That's, it's Ray. We're right. Uh, required funds as I fear I won't be able to go on much longer until the current con uh, under the current conditions. Keep up the good fight. I hope to see you all soon. Signed, Bob. Jeez. It's, it's quite interesting that those Bolivian prisons, they have wooden doors, but they have really good Wi-Fi. Which really, you know, like blows my mind. Wi-Fi well, wi goes that somewhere. Was, what are you no, talking about? Because the Bob's probably... I scanned that. I scanned that, that letter. And no, I'm not talking about the letter. I mean, just it seems like that's what I've heard, that Bob is probably right now like surfing random stuff on Google, Google Bolivia, which I think it's only got a search engine of about 425 it's, things you're allowed to look up. It's super Everything frustrating because you go to Google, but it always ends in BV, like even <laughs> if you type in com, it always goes back to BV. Yeah. So I heard, anyways, I heard. Uh, back to the program, sorry yeah. on that. Uh... I kind of heard Bob's not really in prison at all, but actually the Coke bar in Bolivia 
just bl- just, blasted, rumors, just eh? blasted out of his face, and he just can't get back on the plane. Bob is the new Ray Bixon. Uh, I just had this company. This maybe Bob is Ray Bixon. We don't even know for all that matter. I've, I haven't seen, seen them in the same room together. Ray always seems to be it's in true. weird shaded light when I do talk to him in person. It's only been a few times. Yeah, he's, he's always he's in the, the shadow. Soft focus. You know, like, yeah, it's, you can't look him directly in the eye, or you you melt apparently. Well, so, <laughs> he melts. So I heard. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like Medusa, but yeah. not quite so. No. no. So, uh, uh, all right, that's poor Bob. Poor that's Bob, indeed. I hope he gets out. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Soon. for Bob, let's make this show great. So, uh, this is dedicated to Bob. So, what do you want to do today, guys? Uh, let's play a let's play a song, and then we'll we'll get back to talking. All right, let's, we've let's got some a, tunes. Let's play a song that Bob would like. What would Bob mm-hmm. like? Bob. Bob loves his uh, his Stone Pebble pilot, so I think we should maybe play some that Stone Pebble That we can handle. He does yeah. love the, the yeah. Vaseline. Can we do Vaseline? Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's a great yeah. song, right? Stone yeah. Pebble Pilots, yeah. Vaseline. For Bob. On the Fox. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On the Valentine Records podcast. We don't have to actually like play it, do we? No. No. All right. We all know what it sounds like. Uh, In the Vaseline. Let's, uh... We'll come back. Well, we'll come back now. So now we're back. That was good. Hey, Turn to Bert, I, hope, I hope Bob gets out soon so we can enjoy that. You know, speak, and it's pretty fitting because Bob's probably Vaseline's his only friend right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he's listening. It wasn't on the Wi-Fi real. right now. <laughs> it was apropos. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. Funny how, <laughs> funny how the other thing that's really his friend right now is STP, but with an O in between there. Uh, I'm confused. Oh, st- stop! Stop! stop. Uh, <laughs> the for, for the D. It's for the dry skin he's gonna get from being in that cramped cell. Yeah, and all yes. that humid heat he needs Vaseline. It's actually kind of yeah. cold up by Lake Titicaca. That's what I heard. It's high elevation. Like Titty Kaka, it's so like you're torn, right? Because like on one hand titties are cool, on the other hand Kaka is disgusting. <laughs> you, don't wanna, you don't want to put the two of them together very often. No, it's like jeez. It's like that scene out of uh, World Police, Team America. <laughs> oh man! Oh, the one that's in like that's only the extended t- version, and not exactly. the original version, where they actually created Lake Titicaca right at the screen. Yeah, it's only tolerable because it's Woo! dolls. Dolls exactly. at O'Henry bars. That's the only. That was hilarious, though. <laughs> hey, um, so can we talk about uh, Rampant Lions? So you guys have been out of commission for a while. One reason is because Bob's been away, but the other reason is because uh, Connor took a fall. Yeah, I found out this last year. My thing this past year is I found out I'm mortal. And uh, I always kind of hoped that I was immortal, but I found out that as humans we can be broken. And I broke my leg pretty bad snowboarding. What uh, happened? I mean, in, the... a, in a gunfight with Oblivion uh, <laughs> Rebels. I was down with Bob. Yeah, no, I, I, was, think, I think Carter just... forgot he wasn't 20 anymore. Yeah. What happened? What was the. Uh, I was just taking the jump and didn't, make, didn't make the landing. And yeah. when you don't make the landing, you, you can land flat or in a rut. And I landed in a rut. With all my weight on my leg, and sure enough, it it uh, kind of exploded into a bunch of pieces or whatever the literally. Exploded. I'm sure, I'm sure the doctors have uh, more technical terms for it, but I essentially shattered my lower leg, and they had to put <laughs> some pins and uh, plates in there to put it back together. When it immediately happened, were you like, "Oh fuck, I think I'm gonna try and get down the hill by myself"? Yeah, or totally, you, totally. Or I mean, were you like, "I need some help immediately"? Well, yeah, I couldn't stand up on it. Your adrenaline kicks in, and so I was just uh, yeah trying to put weight on it, see if I could ride out. But no. Did the theme of the Bionic Man come into your head at all? <laughs> you can rebuild him. Yeah. I will rebuild myself. Yeah, no, it was just kind of like 
let's get off this hill. That was do you have like thing. a cyber leg now? I do. I'm um, going to be with my part of my rehab is learning one really good kind of spin kick or jump kick move where I'll be able to yeah. connect with the steel plate in my shin to people's heads and then it'll be lights out. So I have another question. Will yeah. you become the Terminator? That is yet to be that seen. That depends if he loses his power for good or evil. Right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It all depends what happens in you know the next six to six months to a year. You know, so next year it should be interesting. I'm looking forward to like the '80s style, uh, like A Team style TV show, like where he goes from town to town and helps people in need. Like there's like the guys who own the, or the hardware list. store, but or they're the getting harassed by the mayor. But the problem is good. The trick is I'm gonna have to line up the kick every time, and so yes. on TV that's possible. It, you need a little Asian kid to do that for you. Um, so that that would be in the '80s. Nowadays it might be a little kid from the Balkans or something, maybe. Sure. You know, his parents went through some hard times. And I like just you know, like Big Brother yogurt. program. Yeah, it's kind of a Big Brother program. He's come to Canada to learn how to play hockey. Or they something, they you know. make yogurt. They, they make yogurt. yogurt. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But, uh, What's the name of the show? It's called... Um, it's called The Yogurt Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You mean, you mean the TV show? Oh, uh, sorry. It's called I still have traces something with Big Brother system. but Robot, right? Yeah. So it's like... Big Brother. But... <laughs> big Leg Brother? Yeah. 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 Big Brother. I think they're an amazing I'll, I'll get it. It's called it. Iron Giant. Eventually. It's called um, Iron Giant. So what happened with the rampant line is that... Uh, well, we didn't have Connor for a little chunk of time but then eventually he was moving around so we got him we rehearsed in the attic uh, which is up uh, straight up some like stairs sketchy level you have to climb a ladder to the attic yes as you know yeah um, all of us here know you have to climb through a hole and it's pretty tricky in the ceiling it's a tricky ladder to get up the attic so um, it's tricky when it's not even a real ladder it's, it's a made ladder it's like a handmade it's tricky handmade, ladder because the, the rungs are at different lengths from each oh, other yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah not good for short leg person and the guy who built it was yeah like six foot four or something yes yeah. so he's no like, midgets yeah. allowed no midgets. Yeah, it's not no. recommended anyway they're People allowed bailed a couple, a couple times pretty hard on that ladder yeah I've seen Ryan bail on that ladder and Ryan doesn't bail very many places no he's super agile that guy yeah Fumi's almost bailed on that ladder she she had some tough times. Yeah, yeah she had some help. Done it. Well, it's people usually people are going up there during a party. They want to check it out. We're down. Drunk. drunk. It's the down yeah. that hurts. Yeah, the down is dangerous. So anyway, so as Todd was saying, because I wasn't able to get up there, we uh, managed to start jamming in well, with me sitting in my bedroom, which was below the, one level below the attic, but with a headphone amp. So I could hear Bob and uh, Todd upstairs playing through my headphones, and I had a microphone, so they could hear, hear me uh, singing or screaming back at them through the speaker. But it made for a pretty... Um, you know, disjointed experience in the jam. Feels like you're recording all the time, right? Well, that's why we put Indy yeah. um, in front of his bass cap because. Speaking of little Asian boys. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of little Asian boys, Indy was in the house. Indiana Jones, he's referring to. Um, not the Asian boy. We have a, no. We have a little framed uh, foam uh, illustrated Indy face. Actually, it's more of a face in the neckline. And uh, so we put that in front of Connor's uh, bass cap and we just talked to Indy the whole time. So. They tried to replace me with Indy, long we story did. short. We tried to replace Connor So finally, finally getting back up at the attic for our last jam, there was a bit of tension between me and this Indiana Jones <laughs> bust, even though it was an it was inanimate me, Bob object. And it was me, Bob, and Indy. Now it was Connor. It was an inanimate object, and the guys were a bit threatened by my presence up there. And, and me and Indy, he's, you know, I had to turn my back to him, literally. This is real Fuck use of you, literally. Fuck you, Indy. Turn my now. back to him. But I love Indy, and he's, he's going to hang out on my base cab still. And uh, be part of the band, but more in a mascot fashion and not an actual right. bass playing fashion. I, think I never knew. Scared of your bass playing, man. I just like he knew he was going to be out 
Indy knew he was out. Once you came up there and started thrashing away on that base, Indy knew he was out. I'm just really impressed that Indy was able to play the base, seeing that it's really just a bust of his head and he has no arms or fingers. So That's why we do sound. a lot of drugs before we jam, because we have yeah. no idea <clears throat> what's made, going it's on. It's much easier. Right. <laughs> Indy's real. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Yeah, we're good now. We so, got uh, go, uh, we got a show coming up. And a show in July. You guys play in July, right? July 7th. At the Railway, yep. Railway Club. Club in Vancouver. Awesome. We're playing with uh, Safety Show. We're playing with uh, Dating Myself and uh, Woolworm. So it should be a good show. It's a Saturday night. Cool. Good times at the Railway uh, Club. Do you guys have any music? Can we play one of your songs? Uh, you guys must have something, right? We could play a little sample. We'll play a little sample. Um, we can do a sample, but most of the stuff we've done is either a... Uh, on video with you, you No, that's not good enough. I want it, like, real. Um, no, we have recorded because he, we were about to, and then he got destroyed. Gotcha. So, so nothing. So I nothing. kind of destroyed myself, but Damn, yeah. I take onus and responsibility we, we for it. We set up recording with Chris Jaggers that's coming up uh, probably in cool. a couple months. So. Yeah, we're going to try to get in pretty soon. But you know what, Dan, for you and the Valentine, <laughs> and the Valentine Records podcast, we'll uh, play a little sample of a song here. Right now. Uh, right, right now. Right now. Here it comes. This is a little taste of what you can expect uh, Saturday, July 7th at the Railway Club. This is the That's Rampa actually coming line. up like in a week. Oh, yeah. That's coming up really soon. So we're excited about the show. And uh, there's Thank a little taste. Thank you for being my friend. That's the sample. <laughs> Down the road and back no, again. Not again. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. It's got the, wait, that's gold. Wait, that, that's Maybe Golden Girls. Maybe tomorrow. That's Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. I, I might be coming home. No. Here it comes. Here's some rampant line for you guys. On Valentine's Somehow, like epic. Uh, you two are so blown away by your own band. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going there, man. I was just kind of about to say something about that. But Todd, you know, he, he's a drummer, but he's also kind of the personality of a lead singer. So he's got to kind of act like that. You got to walk the walk, right? right. You know, one guy's like, gonna walk he's like walk. David Lee Roth and <laughs> Alex Van Halen wrapped in. If we don't, don't think we're great, how does that yeah. the audience? That's right, man. Great. Yeah, act as if. You know, Todd's got that. <laughs> yeah. He's got that rock star chic about him. Um, do you want to talk, uh, so while you were, uh, totally destroyed and paralyzed, and, yeah, you were doing, uh, music therapy, 
And do you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, um, a friend of mine does music therapy at Children's Hospital. Uh, it's a program where that's a hospital for children. The hospital right? for children here in Vancouver. Uh, you might have them in your cities as well. Clarify if, that. For if you don't know, it's not check, for adults. Check that yeah. out. Not for adults. No, they do this. And not for retarded midgets. Could <laughs> be. You if mean, they're children. You mean mentally disabled uh, short people? Anyways. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they have these programs in hospitals where they'll have people come in with guitars and pianos and what other instruments, kazoos or whatever, and, and uh, play music with people and it really boosts their spirit. And I spent a week in the hospital and I never really spent any long time in the hospital being a patient myself. So um, to just have music, like I had my um, iPod and I had... Uh, uh, some magazines about music and stuff and to, to read and, and listen to music was really useful in passing the time and keeping my spirits up so uh, I really felt for people who are in a more extreme situation uh, like which, when know, they're in and out of the hospital for a long yeah like terminal time, illness right? or yeah. something really serious uh, I mean a broken leg sucked but it's it's something temporary you know what I mean so um, to, to, to see the good that this program does it really inspired me and the other uh, thing I, that I've been thinking about for a while is I know so many bands uh, in Vancouver that I see I put my bands play with or I, I you know I go out to their shows and and uh, it's hard to get a lot of attention in, this, in, this, in the city sometimes so I thought uh, a good idea would be get all my friends and their bands together and put together a compilation uh, with the proceeds going to music therapy um, and uh, put together a, a site to download it from uh, as well because it is the modern age uh, most people download and then also a CD for uh, for us fogies uh, to buy and we're gonna have a release show as well we're gonna get as many of the bands as possible to come up and play a couple songs each and uh, we're probably looking at something near the end of the year because it takes a while to put okay. something like this so together. So I was going to say, but, is there a site or something people can go to or should we hold off on that and we'll tell them later? Yeah, we're working on that. We're working okay. on that. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I like Sweet. it. Yeah. So I mean obviously uh, we're hoping, uh, you know, Admiral Akiva is going to be on there and uh, you know, the, other, uh, the Rampant Lion, of course, Good Grief. Good grief. Um, I mean, not, not only these, these closely associated projects, but you know, uh, bands like, such as Dead Voices and Grey Empire yeah. and uh, the Bristol Scout and uh, Kith and Kin and lots of other local bands yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that people should know about and hopefully will know about because of this. And you know, I mean, a good cause is the greatest reason to do it, but it's also nice to have an event where you have all your friends and yeah. just kind of like a, a chance to pull together for whatever it is. Totally. Then that's great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes in the town, I think there's a bit of a band competition that happens and it's fragmented. It's like the only time you get a lot of bands together is some kind of battle of the band contest, which is all about making the sponsors money or some really lame you know, thing like that. Yeah. Uh, there's not a real sense of community because yep. there's only limited opportunities. And that's, that's the whole reason we're doing this podcast. And if, yeah. if I can say something that I've, we've accomplished over the past year, it's that I think we've at least made a dent in the problem of lack of community in this city. Yeah. And we've kind of put, we went to the Toronto show like a month ago. Oh, great. I, yeah. And it was awesome. We sat there and, uh, and prophecy came over and she's like, Dan, I just want to say thanks. You know, cool. this is, this is really great what you've been doing. And I, I was like, wow, that's fucking awesome. Cause that's the reason we've been doing this. People don't talk to each other. It's so crazy. Cause uh, the drummer from that band Brent is, uh, I used to yeah. work with them years ago. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, went and saw his band when they first started, uh, and I always thought they were great, but it's just, it's so great to hear that people are coming, like, yes. there's these new connections being made. And that's uh, what yeah. it is, right? Yeah. We, we gotta, we gotta figure out a way that we can all be connected, and, and, and start a scene, really. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lack of scene in the city. There's, yeah. like, plenty of people that have a local following for themselves, and then, you know, that band dies, and all those fans don't know where to go anymore. Exactly. And so the whole, like, reason for the Valentine Records and the podcast and the, and the webpage and the Facebook page is so that hopefully all these bands, instead of pointing everybody to your own site, 
you point everybody to this collective site, and then if you want to start a second band, you don't have to start over again. You just tell everybody about your second it's, band. It's kind of like that cool, you know, that little coiled bungee cord that a mother has for you know their two-year-old child. Or are they using what? Day, they using daycares, you know, like so. You is know, that, that is that the umbilical cord? You're talking about? <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of like that. Like if you want to keep, you know, it's kind of like when the dog has the kind of the long leash. Oh, okay, I get and it. And then it's just, they use those for kids too. And you got that so, sweet. You, you got that sweet recoil action when they're being recoil, bad too. recoil, recoil. It's like that's a brand. Get over here. here. It's, it's just about like Finish they can be free, but bringing it all back together and keeping it cohesive. Yeah, so same with the venues such as the Brit X or a place where people know they can go to see good music yes. without necessarily knowing the bands. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge thing as well. So, yeah, so yeah it's uh, it's going to be good. We're, we're uh, going to be doing a release show for the compilation when we get to that point. Uh, and um, it will be uh, hopefully uh, you know advertised on this as well. So we're looking forward to that. So maybe we should go to some music. Yeah, so cool. I guess the, the, the natural thing would be for us to play some local music, but... Um, Local music kind of sucks, man. Yeah, all right, let's go non-local. We're talking these bands that are all really. Let's let's um, let's play something non-local. Yeah, we we've had a little bit of a talk here. Um, we're gonna bring up something right now. Uh, I'm thinking Alabama Shakes. Hold on. All right, I like it. So uh, they're fucking. Apparently, they just played Sasquatch and totally killed it. Like rocked the place out and they killed everyone. They well, no, everyone. Everybody died. They put some Kool Aid out there and, and it was, absolutely, uh, literally, literally yeah, they made it, it made it way harder for the rest of the bands because they didn't get to play it anybody. The audience but, uh, was dead. They sonically destroyed them. But yeah, they played on kind of a like. I don't think they played the main stage. They played one of the side stages, and like by the time they were done, the place was like right. packed out. Everybody had to see it. Let's play it. We're playing. Hold on. Hold on. Alabama shakes. Done. Check it out. Not right now. Valentine Records. Pod. Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Bless my heart, bless my soul, 
Some people like really low. You know the dude from Metallica. I think it's all comfort. Did, it, did, did you watch uh, that documentary Metallica? Some kind of monster. Oh yeah. yes. Where they hire that yes. like ape-looking dude to play bass for them, right? Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Trujillo, like, I mean. Yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. Man. He's got these super long arms and he plays it so low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just way low bass. Yeah, yeah. I think that was very popular in the '90s, especially. You look at Ben Shepard from Soundgarden. You look at Chris Novoselic from Nirvana. Like, those where did Trujillo come from? Man? Trujillo's in um, uh, uh, Suicidal Tendencies. Yeah, okay. and so. Uh, so he's like punk I think, background. Yeah, yeah, like thrash background. Thrash so background, a lot yeah. of that in the late 80s, early 90s. Well, late 80s would be more high, but the 90s was all about singing your acts low. Right, and you're like the last the last notch on your, yeah. on your strap. Yeah. Now it's like caveman like, style. Like, so yeah, 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 it was. But you look at now, you look at Kings Leon, through Kings Leon to um, who's the big band from New York? Uh, he's got the reggae vibe. Um, uh, New York reggae vibe. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, Vampire uh, Weekend. Yeah, Vampire Weekend. Vampire those guys, Vampire those, all those bands uh, nowadays, the young it's bands. It's intricate, though, they, right? They, it's not so much about. It's true. It's true. Uh, you, know, you can't say that you can. You, I mean, no. You can sling it low and play intricate stuff. You just yeah, have to get your true. stance going to be able to do it. I think is yeah. the difference. You I know? think it's uh, it's all just so, comfort, though. Right? Yeah, it's, it's what, what you're used what you, to. What you what feel, you're right? To, totally. Yeah. You think about when you sit down and you're playing an acoustic yeah. on your knee. Yeah. Generally, that thing is riding a bit high, and you stand up, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I got to drop it way down here to feel comfortable." But it's kind of weird, right? It comes from it's like way more practicing. Not on a stage, so that when you actually start yeah. playing on a stage, you want it to be like you are when you're hanging out at your house, yeah. listening to your headphones. Well, part of me wonders if it's a theory of like uh, the kids who went to music school right. and had instructors yelling at them the whole time, "You can't have your guitar that low. You got to wear it in a proper position." Well, yeah, who are know, these though. instructors, though? Right? Haven't they ever yeah. fucking? If I'm they not sure. I'm not sure. George Harrison went to too many music schools, and that guy was a fucking kick-ass guitar player. <laughs> That's a played, time. It, played it on his chin, man. That was like, the era, though. That, that shit was, was the era. That and shit then, was up in his face. Nobody <laughs> in the 650s or 60s wore their guitar low. No. See, nobody's happen. played the guitar at their face and just kept it there. At Why the not? face? People face should guitar. actually. I want to see a dude who like, some sort of guitar above its head. You can like lick. Time. You can like the whole time. You can lick the top Stand. of the guitar so close to your head. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, Jeff Healy? Oh yeah, man. Sit the the flat. Yeah. Jeff Healy yeah. was this blind guitar player from the eighties. Yeah, yeah. And he Canadian would play. Guy. Yeah, he would play it like on a table. Yeah, it was like he played it like lap steel. Lap steel, but it wasn't. Like, it wasn't uh, yeah, did Jeff Healy died, right? Yeah, it's sad. Really sad. When Speaking, did he die? Uh, I think it was a few years ago. How? Uh, I don't really know. No, because I think it was. Tar- how did you Google this? Shit? No, I think it had to do. Died? With, it had to yeah, do. Yeah, with Google Jeff Healy. The reason he was blind was because of the same disease that I think he died from. I'm not. How is that possible? Like, I don't know. I he, thought he was just blind from being. No, it was degenerate. Like it slowly we got worse and worse. Speaking of him, though, the movie Roadhouse was on TV he's the other day, that. and he's in yeah, that, yeah, ripping yeah. it up, you know, while Swayze's kicking ass and yes. taking names. So if you don't know who Jeff Healy is, he's the guitar player from the movie Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Jeff Healy died of cancer. Mm, so That's sorry. not related to his yeah, eyes. Not, sorry, I'm wrong on that. He wasn't, wasn't related to his eyes. That's so this is uh, so terrible, though. He's a guy, the guy was a, he was such an amazing guitar player. 2008. Yeah. You know, the other guy that I was surprised that died was fucking Craig Kelly. The snowboarder? Yeah. Yeah, he died, but he died in an avalanche. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty nuts. He was the pioneer of, like, you know, Every now so and then it's like, every now and then you hear about a Every now and then you hear about a dude that dies and you're like, oh, they're not already dead? Well, yeah. And then every now and then you hear about someone who dies and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, who died years ago? Well, Patrick Swayze, no too, himself, the Bodhisattva died, you know? Like, yeah. 
Oh, that's a Point Break reference. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I like, Bodhi, the character <laughs> did yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. Bodhi, you're going down, Bodhi. Well, the character will never die. Yeah, but, but, Bodhi you know, didn't the, die. The actor is human flesh, a, a part in itself. An act, uh, like a character. Bodhi. That's right. People trusted you, yeah. and they died. There's no way I can live in a cage, man. <laughs> Speaking of people dying, I'm very upset right now. because Why? Because Game of Thrones Season 2 is finished. It's that done. finished like a yeah. month ago. It feels like a month ago. No. Well, like, yeah, it was yeah, about a month ago, Todd. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just keep watching those reruns over yeah. and over again. I know you're sad, my It's just so sad. It's sad, finished a month ago. I know you're sad. Well, that's true. Well, no, not quite a month. I know you're sad, but close. Isn't that long? Todd, there's going to be season three, so it's okay. It's okay. There's going to be a third season. Season three, they're filming this summer. It'll be out by the spring. People like that show, so there's going to be more. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. a month ago. Game of Thrones. Man, I love Game of Thrones. Sorry, man. Everything's on, on, on tape delay for me, man. I haven't watched it. Let's just go out. It's okay. It's just... I have, know, a VC- Todd, I have a VCR. You know what, though, Todd? You, you, know, what, you know what make you happier? I have to like, so... try to find the one store that carries Game of Thrones on, on, sure on VHS. You know, you know what the I don't even have DVDs. I'm beta. Something that'll make you happy, though, Todd, is that baseball season's in full swing. Yeah. Was that on purpose? Swing? Baseball yeah. season? Oh, I'm, I'm smart like that. Yeah. It's good. Watch out. <laughs> now, do baseball players have their bats at different levels depending on if they went to baseball school? For sure. I think it's to do with weight, but yeah, that's a good one. They do. Everybody's got a different swing. Yeah. It's true. You know, watched... that's, a, that's a sport that if you go to a ballpark or you play it, it's so awesome. But to watch it on television, it really totally doesn't translate boring. very well. Unless it's like the, the World Series, then yeah. I might watch it. Kind of like it. golf, same thing. I can't. I, watch I watched Moneyball the other day. That was actually the first time movie. I watched. First time I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just fucking kind of boring." But then the second time I watched it, I kind of knew what I was getting into, obviously. And then I was able to appreciate it, and I, I hmm. really enjoyed it. Brad hmm. Pitt, like, kind of good, good, uh, good job. Oh, he's not. I think he's. I think he's an underrated actor. I think that's gonna work. He's not Jewish. I think Brad. I think Brad Pitt's more than just a pretty face. He's a pretty good actor. He does some. He does some. At least he picks yeah, good roles too. Wow, like, man, you should trademark that. That's uh, true. Yeah, I'll sell it to Brad Pitt. <laughs> Register it, Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. Put a little R behind it. Yeah. But the high, the, the whole concept of how they uh, didn't have money to spend, how they had, they had to figure out a way. To win without spending money, and now they, it's like once that secret got out, everybody else started doing it. So it's oh. almost like it. He it lost good for only one, se- one season. That's it, right? What was the contract he was off? Saber, what's we're, we're talking about baseball for too long now, Todd. Yeah, I kind of feel kind of feel like I have a good segue here. For just love Brad I think we should play. Uh, I've got big balls by ACDC. Wow. I'm wow. pretty sure if we play ACDC right now, everyone's going to stop listening to this podcast. Come on, I've got big balls. That's classic. That's like, Lovely. Uh, Come on. I, don't like get, I can't do it. Can't. You can't do it? How about we play... Great Balls of Fire? Jerry, Jerry Lewis? <laughs> ACDC, <laughs> but we'll play something better. Big Balls. Yeah. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Rosie. She's got the jack. Thunderstruck. How about, um, how about for those about to rock? Really? Is this how we want to spend our one-year anniversary? Just no, we're, we're like... looking for a segue. You just killed it, so now we're now yeah. we're fucked. You, we're, you... we're we're scrambling now. We're scrambling. You fuck like a, like for a double play. Yeah. Into submission. 
Game over. Move on. Music time. We've been yapping. This is game four yeah. of the baseball season right now. Went, went from okay, the World Series, the final teams. game, to the game four. How about this? How about this? Uh, do you know the second to last episode of Game of Thrones had the National do the 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 song at the end of the, of the show? Yeah. And they played the song that they had been singing. Oh, you want to talk about Game of Thrones now, eh? No, we're just... It's, he likes Game of Thrones. He wants to talk about... I want to, I want to talk about the National... I really like their songs. National song. I really, That's brand new. I really like their songs. The guy's voice is so low, I feel like I'm at a lecture on archaeology. <laughs> you know, if it was it's Dr. True. Jones it's giving true. that lecture, it'd be pretty damn fucking He's, cool. He, you know what? Don't be dissing Dr. Jones' lecture skills. They're almost as good as his lasso skills. I love you. Okay? I love you. Speaking <laughs> of voices. from Temple of Doom, I think. Temple of Doom. You know, he'd really... He said... Muchly underrated uh, archaeologist. He, all he gets credit totally for. Totally unrelated. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my language is uh, slipping, but he never gets any credit for his lectures and his and his connection with his students. It's always about him jumping from you know like rock to rock with his you whip know, and the you know, whatever. The next Indiana Jones movie should be about him being a great teacher, a really good teacher, because that's about <laughs> all there is of working. You know what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. The next one's got to totally be a prequel, like. When he was a teacher, or when he was a student, or something like that's the only place they have to go. Or no, they yeah. can bring in Shia LaBoot. Shia LaBoot. Shia LaBoot. I almost almost threw up in my mouth there for a second. <laughs> Shia LaBoot. Shia LaBoot. Uh, going back to music, I heard. Can like, we play the national and then we'll come back? Yeah. Sure. Let's play the national. Yeah. Let's do the national. The proud Lord said. No, no. The uh. I must bow so low. Only a cat of a different coat That's all the truth I know And a coat of gold or a coat of red A lion still has claws And mine are long and sharp, my lord As long and sharp as yours And so he spoke, and so he spoke That Lord of Castamere But now the rains we pour his heart With no one there to hear Yes, now the rains we pour his heart And not a soul to hear Uh, so that was the national, and it's a little bit of a weird song. 
It's but, no big, uh, it's no big balls by ACDC, I'll tell you that right now. No, no. Um, so, yeah, we, well, they listened to the National. Uh, and that was... Uh, Who the people in Game of Thrones yeah. do? By the way, you guys, listen, you guys listen to National, we listen to Big Balls, basically. We basically listen to Big Balls. But <laughs> we gave... We didn't... Just give it up to them straight. They didn't, uh, they didn't have to do that. They, we we didn't, didn't force them to listen to Pretty awesome, awesome, though, really. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Game Rocky Horror Picture Show excerpt, but it's fine. You know, I... If, if you're not watching Game of Thrones, I would say watch Game of Thrones, because it's, it's awesome, but it's also super confusing, because you'll see, like... Uh, Five million characters. Well, you'll see like tons of boobs and people like having sex, and then suddenly someone gets their head chopped off, and then you're like super confused. It's essentially so <laughs> so popular for men. Yeah, but you don't know. You're like supposedly supposedly there's more chicks in love. Yeah, yeah, that's I've heard that Chicks too. like it too. Yeah, I've heard that too. And I think it's because the, 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 the dialogue's it. really good. There's a lot of different. Drama and characters going on, people backstabbing each other. It's just acting. Yeah, yeah, it's acting. It's you got strong, the soap opera aspect yeah. in it too. Yeah, but you also got like boobs yeah, very and, strong and, and violence and yeah. Yeah. Though it does always seem to be building up to something, and there's that that second last episode did have a lot of action. And the last episode even had well, what didn't have action, but it had, had a lot of totally satisfying yeah. ending. Yeah. But are you ever satisfied by the end of that show? I don't know if you are, which is good. You, they want they want you to be wanting more and to Tyr- want to Tyrion's find out more. not in control. Yeah. He's, that's what I'm pissed it's off. Like that, it's like that song that's always kind of building to something and you feel like it's going to open up, and, yeah. but it never does. No, it it's, but it's five books long and there's still way, way ways to go. Miles and miles to miles go before miles. I sleep. Mm. Does anyone know so what before it? we give away too much more of the Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. for everybody <laughs> who hasn't seen all of it, Everyone dies. <laughs> and um, Jon Snow is a homo. Whoa. Jon Snow gets raped by that redheaded chick. Um, music. Oh, I think we need to, to... Took it to that. We then. just played music. Okay, yeah, but we can... Uh, should we talk about something and then play something? I um, I wanted to talk about... I recently um, was uh, laid up with my broken leg, as I mentioned earlier. So I spent a lot of time on the couch and a chair in my living room. And, uh, I didn't watch The Wire. A lot of people suggested I got get in. A friend of mine told me to watch Lost, Six. and I still won't watch Fuck Lost. Lost. I know I do. I don't want to get into watch it because everybody who did watch it is still angry, and it's, the show hasn't been on for like four years. Yeah. Watch anyways, the Wire. so I, I've heard The Wire is good. I've watched a couple seasons. Anyways, I actually <laughs> felt myself gravitating more towards books. And oh, there, there wow. these weird things. Oh, I know these weird things. <laughs> no novel. Yeah. Oh, nicely said. Um, I hope you download it into your iPad three. Uh, yeah, my, my what are those things called? My uh, your fucking. What are those? What's the pixel ratio? Oh, your Bookie fucking Kudo. My Kudo. Your your wicker. Kindle. Or whatever they're called. Kindle. That's Kindle. it. Yeah, those are actually pretty cool, those Kindles, but you know what? You drop your Kindle in the pool when you're, like, up, uh, you know, sun tanning and reading. It's not going to work. You drop your book in there, you hang it's it out, hang it out to dry. You stuff your Kindle in your fucking backpack when you're traveling and you chuck be, it in the back. Oh, jeez. page is going to be a little bent, but a book's a book when you drop it. That thing's, you know. That's true. Anyway. So Plus, once you've done a book, rough. you give a book to your friend. Once yeah. you're done with your Kindle, you don't just hand it over to your buddy. Maybe you can, like, USB it to them. Anyways, we're getting way off the point. Back to reading books. So, books are better. Books, I get it. Books are great. Uh, oh, sorry. My uh, lovely lady friend dropped me off a book because she likes to go to used record, uh, record and bookstores, and she found a place that sells records and books. It's called Carson Books on West Broadway in Vancouver. Really cool. Anyway, she found this book called uh, like called. Uh, That's a good name for a book record store. What? Beckards. Beckards. Novelties. Rips. I got this Beckards book. Beckards and rapes. <laughs> what? What? Records and tape. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Beckards and rapes. Anyways, I got this book called uh, Grunge is Dead. 
an oral history of the scene. So it's really interesting because you know, I really like um, that whole scene from Seattle in the early 90s. Some of my favorite bands came from that scene. But regardless of that, the main thing is that it's uh, all it is is uh, interviews with the musicians, people who are in part of that scene, the artists, the people who worked at radio stations and labels and you know all those guys. Uh, and it goes chapter to chapter in a chronological order where you're, you're, they're talking about, let's say, Soundgarden. So this whole chapter is talking yeah, about Soundgarden. I like it. So the guys in Soundgarden talking about Soundgarden, what was going on, the uh, record labels, yeah. their management, all these different... And so it's really interesting to, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. all these different opinions instead of just one writer's yep. version of the story, you know? So I found it really interesting. And um, the early chapters deal with uh, the just how Seattle got on the map in the, in the U.S. Uh, music scene. Because it was traditionally, you had Motown... Uh, you know, in, in Chicago and Detroit in the Midwest, and you had New York and you had LA, and that was about it. Yeah. Um, until the early to mid 60s, bands like the Kingsmen with their song Louis Louis and uh, other garage rock bands such as uh, yeah, the, the original Whalers, not uh, Bob Marley's Whalers, but the Whalers, and uh, another band that I recently got turned on to called the Sonics. Uh, uh, had some had some pretty big hits and started to spread uh, spread music and tour in that area and it really kind of set the tone and set the scene for what became you know um, uh, you know for bands like Heart in the seventies and then eventually for the uh, you know huge emergence of Alice in Chains, Nirvana and, and Soundgarden and Mudhoney and all these bands that, I, uh, and Pearl Jam that came out in the early nineties. Watched the Cameron Crowe documentary uh, Pearl Jam Twenty mm. and I mean because for those of you who don't like to read. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that. I mean, obviously, it didn't go as far back as that, but it's it was interesting seeing, and it wasn't just about Pearl Jam. I mean, it was, but they touched on all the other bands, the Mudhoney's, the, the Soundgardens, the Nirvanas. There was, there was a lot of conversations. It was, it was super, and the sub pop thing that was happening. Mm -hmm. It was all very, very interesting, and I think for anybody who's uh, who's kind of interested in that era and that time, um, yeah, digging deeper. Um, there's a lot of uh, interesting kind of like subplots. It, there really is, and, and it was. Uh, we talked about a scene earlier. It very, it very much yeah. was a scene where uh, it maybe wasn't the tightest of scenes, but almost everybody knew each other or knew someone. Like it was really what, there was only a certain amount of places to play. Was, and, was it like a, a was it first? Well, I guess it was a combination of lots of things. There was like sub pop kind of had that city. They were they were doing things, and there was money to be to be given. And then there was also like a, a, a large amount of venues to be played at, mm. and yeah, there were fans that were willing to go, mm -hmm. and that's something we don't have in Vancouver. I think we can we can we can kind of train them to go. We you know with the Brit X and stuff, we can make it so that it's safe. You don't have to go and listen to your like '90s grunge bands. Here, it's just there's so many mediocre bands to go and see, and it's really easy to to pay a bunch of money to go someplace. It's not safe. To just show up, like you really need to know who's playing. It's always safe to just show up, man. It's not it's like, safe to show up here. Well, you, you just yeah. The thing is, it's always fun. You can watch just people just try to, <laughs> but, try to do but their if, thing. I guess Smash if we, their way if we can if we can yeah. guarantee exactly. that certain venues or that certain shows are going to have a good lineup, then people can trust that and they will go and they'll say, well, you know, I, I don't know who's playing. I don't know any of these bands, but I know those guys. They always have good bands, so it's mm -hmm. fine. I'll show up, right? But if I show up at like you know the railway club. There's a good chance on a Saturday or Friday night that I'm going to listen to fucking garbage. Well, I think, I mean, a huge thing people, people don't talk about these days is, uh, I mean, it's not just that there was uh, good venues and good bands in that scene in the early 90s. There was no internet. 
I mean, there's no internet. MTV was was limited. MTV um, was just starting. And en- entertainment was limited. You know, in '91, '92. I mean, there's stuff. You go to the movies. You do this. You go to the bar. But like, people still wanted to go out, especially in a town like Seattle, like Vancouver, where it rains a lot in the winter. And there's and like there's a, a bunch of pieces in this book where they talked about the weather. And it was just like people like I can't. I would have friends who would you know call me from LA saying we have to get you to move or you're going to commit suicide. Like that's how depressing we think it is up there. Um, which you know people um, some people took the negatively side and just said oh it sucks to live there. But a lot of musicians use that energy to rehearse and stay inside and channel that and write really good music. You know I think we're in a similar situation. Not only just because Vancouver and Seattle are similar, but also like eras in time. And I think people are fed up with clubs and fed up with kind of the douchebag uh, you know Granville Street scene but are they looking for things to do I do are they Dan or is that just uh, us and our and our friends (laughs) maybe and that's fine with me but I I I know that Granville Street there's a certain type of person that's there and I don't see very many people like me or like the people that we're seeing at the Brit X or any of the East Van people Commercial Drive people those guys aren't there right so they need a place to go yeah Yeah. Totally. And that's why we're you're trying to create it, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to segue into this band, The Sonics, that I was just talking about. Do it. Um, they're, they're a pretty interesting band because uh, uh, a lot of bands from that era you know, were doing the, either the Beatles thing or the Rolling Stones thing, or they were still stuck in the 50s. Yeah. And these kind of bands uh, were, you know, playing your traditional song structures, but there was always a bit something chaotic and crazy about it. Okay. And that's uh, where, you know, some people were referenced the Sonics as being uh, the first punk rock band, you know, or yep. the first gar- what, what year we early talking garage band. Garage. They we're talking yeah. mid, mid to late 60s, like even early to mid 60s, like they were around really big years were kind of, I'd say, 64 to 67, 68. Okay. And uh, a lot of bands from the White Stripes... To yeah. like local bands like Jeff Androids to uh, Madman and to, a little bit beyond. Yeah, so like during this, uh, just post mod and pre, you know, hippie was yeah. uh, was really the era that this kind of stuff uh, was breaking big in, in the Seattle scene. So we're gonna listen to a song called uh, "On the Road Again." Uh, sorry, so we're gonna do a song called "I'm Coming Home." No, okay. I'm going home. Well, this is my great uh, reference for it. It's called "I'm Going Home," and it's uh, about uh, going out on the road as a young man. Okay, and we'll end the show on it, so we might as well wrap things up. Sure. Uh, Thanks for hanging around for our one-year anniversary. Uh, Thanks for having us. It's wicked stuff. Where's the cake? We ate the cake. cake. We ate the cake cake? before you got here, sorry. God damn it. You're not allowed to eat cake. We know what happens when Todd Hill gets too much sugar. Um, You can follow us on... (laughs) (laughs) We got pie. Sorry, no no cake. Uh, You can... uh, Thanks again, I guess, to our fearless producer... Uh, Ray Bixen. You can follow him on Twitter at Ray Bixen. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, you can go to our webpage www.valentinerecords.net. If you want to write to Bob, you can uh, write care to of him. Bolivian prison. Yeah, Lake Titicaca. Lake Titicaca, Bolivian prison. Please send cocaine. <laughs> you, please send cocaine. You can uh, actually don't send cocaine. It's, you know, it's free down there. Please. You send. don't need to send it. No. Please send the cheapest thing that we got. S- send cheap send toilet money. paper. <laughs> you know, like made of cocaine. Just no, send money. No, the toilet paper is like gold down there, man. Right. Just send that down. The, the, the water. Extra, extra three layer. What is that with the kitties on it? The the, the downy. Three ply. The three ply. That you can probably get like a pound of coke yeah, for man. like one roll of three ply down yeah. there. 300 uh, sheets per roll. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's gold, man. Uh, you can email us at podcast.fountainworkers.net and you can ask us lots of questions like, uh, does, is, is uh, Bob out of jail? Is he not out of jail? Yeah. How do you like my treats? What kind of crazy stuff does Todd Hill do after eating cake? Yeah, I can give you like a 25 page story on that. 
<laughs> Dan just sneezed. Hey. All right, folks, have a good night. Bless Thanks, you. Um, See ya. And yeah, we'll play the song and goodbye. Yep. All right. Bye, Sonics. you won't get far